BadgerCast number two. Straight from southeastern Wisconsin, bringing you your slice of Badgerland, welcome to BadgerCast. <laughs> and now your host, Julie and Dale. Hey, a freak show! <laughs> I want to thank you, Matt, from the Red Boy Podcast <laughs> for the intro. <laughs> That was funny. Yeah. Now and the, I just heard it for the first time. You of course. sneaky little devil. Well, the, the question is at this point, well, this might be the intro. What? To the show. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, it's welcome. only one we have to pick from. <laughs> well, so far. True. Well, welcome to BadgerCast. I'm Your slice it. of Badgerland. You just talked over me. You want to try it again? Sure. Welcome. Now I got to go through the whole intro again. No, you said welcome to the Badgercast, and I said I'm Julie. You're supposed to go, and you <laughs> I'm the philosophy guy. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's try this one more time. Welcome to Badgercast. <laughs> I'm Julie, and I'm Dale, <laughs> and we'll get this right if it kills us. Well, not killing us. All right. Well. Welcome to those who have found us on the web at BadgerCast.com. And no, we are not yet on iTunes, because I'm a slacker. You are? Well, that and we... Uh, I haven't come up with any art yet. I haven't come, Yeah, that's another reason why we're not on iTunes. But we'll get there. Rest Slow, assured. Slow, but sure. And for those of you who have um, listened to us before, welcome back. Julie, what have you been doing this week? Lots of stuff. Let's see. Hmm. We're not walking because the weather was too yucky outside. It rained and it was windy and blah. Uh, I just went to a baby shower today in which the mom-to-be decided to be in false labor. So we all took her to the hospital and found out an hour and a half later. False alarm. Uh, And I worked my last day for 10 days on Friday. I had the next 10 days off. Yay. Mm Mm-hmm. I work, but... That's normal. Who cares about you? I get my free time this week. Uh huh. All right. But see, next week, I believe it's next week, I start my Y stuff and the kids start their swimming lessons again. Mm. I'm almost positive. I'll, I'll just have to double check here. But that's pretty much my normal week right now. Trying to get out and walk. Yeah. The the workout stuff starts next Tuesday. Oh well. Congratulations. I have to get my butt to the Y. Well, I haven't done it yet. Let's see how I do on Tuesday. Well, you signed up, which is half the battle. I did. I did. So. 90 minutes, twice a week. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. We'll see. Oh, that would be the last thing. I'm down 18 pounds. Total? Total. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I've noticed. So have I. Yes. I need new clothes, but I'm not going to buy them until I drop more. Okay, okay. So, that leaves us to you. All right, well, this week I actually wrote stuff down on show notes for what I did. Well, I would have written stuff down if you told me about show notes. Oh, I always have show notes. You sprung them on me today. All right. Um, well, I had a little issue with my truck. Yes, you did. 
you know, which made it very difficult for me this week or the week before getting you to work and me to work. Yes. Well, anyway, I had been list, you know, been driving along, you know, my, my truck has about a hundred thousand miles on it almost. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'm driving around and I'm thinking, you know, okay, something sounds weird, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like something's rubbing them. Do I need new brakes? Because I got them at like 60. And I don't think they're up again for another 20,000 miles or so. Probably. So I'm thinking, uh, do I need new brakes? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, one day last week, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Monday. Not last Monday, but the Monday before. And It was a Monday. I, I'm going to work, and also my ABS <coughs> light goes on. And when I turn right or left, I get this <laughs> grind. That was just gross. Well, it was. And it's like, is my wheel going to fall off? So, so I get to work, and I call you, and I say, you know, I think we better take the car in because yes. I think the wheel's going to fall off. Made it for a very interesting day because I had to go and meet you at the car, but then you had to drive me to work, which left me at work without a car to get home, which meant I had to call you at midnight for a ride home. And then I had to get up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and go pick you up and bring you home. And you even had to wait for me because they were busy when, when you got there. Yeah. And then we had to repeat the process. Six hours at, later. <laughs> six hours later to take me to work. <laughs> so needless to say, we got the truck <coughs> fixed as quickly as humanly possible. And unfortunately, it cost an arm and a leg. But that's car repair these days. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So the snow has, um, my next one, the snow has finally melted it's, north of the cheese curtain here. It's only April. I know. Let's get through May. I, I said it, the snow melted. I didn't say the season was over. <laughs> you know, I, as I probably have said before, but i do not exactly sure when. The year that we got married. 18 years ago, May 10th. May 10th, 1990. Mm-hmm. We had... Eight inches of snow in Milwaukee, and I'm shoveling. First of all, they cancel all the school, so I had the day off. And they, I was shoveling, and I'm thinking, I'm getting married in three weeks. I'm getting married in three weeks, and there's going to be freaking snow on the ground. You were saying it, and I was crying it. <laughs> but luckily, it did melt slightly there after, within a day or two. It did. And then we had, uh, well, we could talk about our wedding day at another time. Yeah, another time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also a kind of a weather bonanza. <laughs> yes, it was. So anyway, that means yard work. So last weekend, I spent a good deal of time raking the front yard mm-hmm. and the back, uh, parts of the backyard. I didn't get quite to the back, the back 40, 40. <laughs> but um, I got to most of the, the front part of the backyard. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably did about eight hours total over the weekend. 
my back did not feel better until Friday morning. A little exercise will do you really good, huh? Well, I did some exercise on Thursday night, and uh, other than that, I babied it, which is probably the worst thing to do, but uh-huh. But I was just, you know, I just sat around and I popped a lot of Advil. But I feel better now. I'm afraid for the next go-round in the backyard. Yeah, our backyard needs a little work, doesn't it? Yes, it, it needs a lot of work. It needs like a lawn and garden person, and, and about a crew and, of twelve to, to come in and regrade and till up and get rid of all the yucky stuff. Is that the end of your week, or you have more? No, I got more. So my oh yeah, you got the last one. <laughs> my aching back. Do I need to? See? So I thought I was done for. I thought I needed to go see the doctor or to a chiropractor. Um, yeah, and we learned tonight. That Dale does not know how to spell the word chiropractor. That's okay. I don't have to spell it on air. I just have to say the word. Anyway. The next thing on my uh, agenda is that... You know, and it's kind of a... Well, it's not really true anymore. Well, yes. But when I wrote these show notes, (laughs) my living room at one point looked like a Pampered Chef warehouse. As so, these boxes came in over so, the week, and uh, we had all these sorts of things, such as, what is, oh, this is a spatula set, as you can see. Or, oh, I can see. It's a bamboo spatula bamboo set. Bamboo spatula set. And this little They're all bamboo, bamboo They're serving all bamboo. set. If you'd listen a sec. That was part of the hostess gift. It was 60% off to me or something to that effect for having the party. Well, So we got all kinds of bamboo serving things. And uh, what's that stuff over there? <laughs> As Dale's pointing to the ottoman that has my new pots and pans on it. Those are yours? Well, ours. We, we need to, to clean out the kitchen this week. Ah. Uh. Okay. And then, and then you will be given the in-service on how to care for oh, them. Oh, the in-service. Why don't we record <laughs> that? Because <laughs> you're not going to use metal on those pans. And you're not going to burn things on those pans. I'll, 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 you know, I wish I could show everybody this one right now. He doesn't do well with nonstick things because I'm trying to clean off burnt-on crap off of my KitchenAid nonstick fry pan. I'm sorry. We already have the show art for this week. Is it what I think it is from the uh, bowling alley? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. No, no, no. I get yet surprised again. No, no. Finally, mm-hmm. when you were at the shower, yes, um, I took the kids... Uh, my company has quarterly family or social outings. And this quarter was, uh, as it has been for the past, I think, about three years, uh, bowling day, bowling day mm-hmm. at a local bowling alley. And, and anyway, what it is, it's a normal bowling alley, and they have a bar and a game room and a bowling alley. And, of course, the kids, the first thing they want to do is they want to go play the video games, and they also have, like, the claw game, mm-hmm. okay, where you put in your dollar and you try to claw plush toys, okay? Uh-huh. And I go... Onward, come on, move it so along. So 
number one son gets a NASCAR car. That's sponsored by good. Home Depot. Kind of a cute little kind of, thing. Kind of a cute thing. The second one gets a bear. Yeah. And the funny thing about the bear, I have to don't don't give away don't give it away yet. You didn't notice it. I did I not. Said it. I no. Hold on. It, it's even better. I I did. So I'm I'm um, bowling because I let the kids go and get their plush toys and play their uh-huh. their games. They had um, the bowling alley, and then above it, they had the nice flat screen TVs, mm-hmm. and um, they had the Brewers game on on one TV, and they had the Masters on the other, and. All of a sudden, out of the blue, number two son asks, what is Viagra? <laughs> and I'm going... And your answer was? And I'm going, okay, did he see it on the t- commer- on the on a commercial during one of those two sporting events? It's mm-hmm. like, and I'm going, hmm. And I go, it's, a, it's medicine for older men. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> you don't really need to worry about it. And did he say, okay, fine, and off you went? Pretty much. Until I came home and said, what the heck is on this bear? Well, it happens that, and I did not know this until tonight, that Viagra is a sponsor of a NASCAR. I believe number six. Hence the bear one, number two son named Ben, shows it to me. And I said, whoa, wait a minute. What's, what's written across this bear's chest? And in big blue letters... Across a plush little teddy bear says Viagra. Don't say anything about a racing car. <laughs> well, no, he had six on the number car number I'm on the back. At the front, it's not on the front of the of the bear. And I'm like, why does my ten year old have a t- teddy bear with the word Viagra across his t shirt? And that's when you put your story from before together with what I ju- what I said, and we figured he had to have gotten it out of there from the uh, from the plush toy. Plush toys, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, now I learned that Viagra now sponsors NASCAR. <laughs> it, that, that always brought up a, a question I, I've asked before to, to people. It's like, which is worse? the uh, Having to explain the beer commercials or the Viagra commercials in the sporting events? It's worse having to explain the Viagra. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then all three kids came up. What's Viagra? Uh-huh. It's uh, and my pan answer. It's it's a, a little medicine for older, for older men, men. <laughs> and you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> okay, are we done with your week? I'm done with my week. So what does that bring us to next? Well, it brings us to a song. It does. It does, and this one is new to the Podsafe Music Network, and it's from Buck Cherry. And the greatest thing about this is Buck Cherry is a is a mainstream artist that gets it. They get the the pod safe and social media revolution, and they and put I one. actually heard this song, and it's pretty decent. Yep, and you know what? I'd buy their album fifteen if I didn't already own it. <laughs> so, from the Pod Safe Music Network, this is Buck Cherry and Sorry. Cause everything is 
Safe Music Network. That was Buck Cherry with Sorry. I like it. Yep, me too. Well, that brings us to our next item, which would be the Cheesehead Spotlight. And from a phone call you made to the Barely Podcasting Show, we, we are directed towards a feature on George Webb. To answer the question, why they have two clocks. So, I have a little company history here. And it goes, since the late 40s, George Webb restaurants have perfected the art of being a friend in the neighborhood to thousands of people spanning every age and economic group. They built the loyalty of these friends by meeting a universal need, serving good food at value prices 24 hours a day. There really was a George Webb. In May of 1948, George opened his first hamburger parlor on the corner of Ogden and Van Buren Streets in Milwaukee. That is, for those aren't 
used to this area. It is down near the cathedral, um, the cathedral and MSOE, the Milwaukee School of Engineering. And it started as a family business with George, his wife, Evelyn, their three sons, Jim, Tom, and Bob, all working in the restaurant. George's legendary tomfoolery and gimmicks have entertained diners for years. Along with his hamburgers, soups, and chili, George was famous for his senseless signs that read, Free Rabbit Lunch Tomorrow, Silly Offers to Pay $10 for 1,893 pennies, and the two clocks that hang side by side on the wall in every restaurant. And that brings us to why they're there. George had always had good old-fashioned fun up his sleeves, and to get around a city ordinance that banned establishments from being open 24 hours a day, he announced the George Webb restaurants open 23 hours, 59 minutes, and 59 seconds, seven days a week, and on Sundays. So that when one clock read midnight, they were technically closed for 30 seconds on the one and open on the other to get around the law, the little law of the time. And you know that if you ever go into a George Webb's, those clocks are ne- never synchronized. Never. Mm-mm. So then, now back to the rest of the little history here. Um, in 1953, Jim became the first franchise owner when um, George suggested he, to his son that he take over the restaurants. And then not long after, in 1957, Milwaukee lost an incredible entrepreneur when he passed away. His son Jim took over the company and served... Um, as president through the 60s into the 80s into the 80s in 1985 he sold the chain to Dave Stam and Dave was a franchisee with a company that had over 30 years experience with the organization and under his leadership they continued to grow in 2005 after 20 years Dave made the decision to sell the um, organization to Phil Anderson who built one of the nation's most successful successful rubber seal distributorships from the ground up. He was excited to be part of a Wisconsin legend and surrounded himself with a strong management team, and they came together and continued to preserve the history of the store and continued to offer guests a comfortable place for great food and a great a fair price. Um, another famous George, tra- George Webb tradition that continues today is the baseball prediction. Starting in the 1940s with the Brewer teams of the American Association and through the Braves' stay in Milwaukee, George Webb restaurants um, predicted our team would win 12 straight games. It was speculated for many years that if the team would achieve the lucky streak, George Webb would give away free hamburgers. The prediction continued in the 70s and 80s. And then on April 19th, 1987, and I do remember this I remember day. this as well, yeah. I think we all went over and got some. Probably. The Brewers did win 12 straight games. And three days and 1,600, wait a minute, three days and 168,194 hamburgers later, the payoff was fulfilled um, to thrill George West customers and Brewers fans alike. And to my knowledge, they still have the same thing going, and we have yet to make it. Correct? Uh, we haven't made 12 since. We've come but I close. Don't, but I don't, think they, I don't think they'll give away. I think they, there's a deal, but I don't think they give away free hamburgers anymore. Don't know. We haven't made it close to 12 games again, so we'll see. So that is the spot head, spot head? <laughs> the Cheesehead spot Spotlight <laughs> for this Badger cast. So there you go, Barely. Now you know why we have two clocks. Rooster here for George Webbs. You know, life back on the farm was a whole other gig. I was a star, the King Cluck, El Pollo Grande, baby. And each morning when I let loose with the... 
things happen. Cows got milk, fields got plowed, eggs got laid. But city folk, ah, they're a little harder to get upright. Maybe they're up too late watching the funny man with the big chin. Whatever. So with help from George Webbs, I've arranged a little extra incentive to get the feet hitting the floor. We call it the George Webbs Eye Opener Breakfast. Two eggs, toast, and your choice of bacon, ham, or sausage, now for just $3.59. That's not just a breakfast. That's a brek feast. And you can enjoy it any time, day or night. Because George Webbs knows the best time for a fresh, hot breakfast is... Right now, George Webb's I Open a Breakfast Special, just $3.59. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to get up kind of early. <laughs> it's always breakfast time at George Webb's. All right, you can find George Webb's restaurants <laughs> at www.georgewebb.com. Okay, next is... How do you say that? How do you say that Wisconsin name? Did anybody call in? Oh, yes. Ooh, we have two callers. Two callers. Both what? from the lovely lands of the north. Uh-huh. How are we going to hear them? This first one is from Crystal from the life of Spy Guy's wife. Hey, Dale and Julie. It's Crystal calling, and I just wanted to say congratulations on your first episode of the BadgerCast. Thank you. I really you. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And the website's looking awesome. And I also would like my entry into the pronunciation of K-A-U-N-A to be, well, phonetically, I want to say Kana, but I am going to say Kuna. Have a great week, you guys. Look forward to the next show. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, and the next one? Yes. This one is also from Lorna from British Columbia. Hi there. It's Lorna calling. I just uh, listened to your first uh, badge cast, number one, and thought I'd have a go at um, pronouncing the name of the city. Um, coming from sunny Tswasan, um, I thought it was definitely a challenge for me. Um, so I'm just going to say, say how it reads. To me, is Kokona. <laughs> anyway, that's um, goodbye from me. Well, we have a winner. Yeah. And she it would it be right. the, the lovely Lorna. The lovely Lorna said... Kakana. Kakana. So, Julie. Yes. What is the next city, river, tribe, <laughs> the reservation <word. laughs> okay. name? This name, as Dale alludes to, has many different facets to Wisconsin. And it is M E N O. M I N E E. I'll say it again. M as in Mary, E N as in Nancy, O M as in Mary, I N as in Nancy, E E. So good luck to you. And you can call us at 206 202 2008. Okay. All right. So, Julie. What are you reading? Well, I attempted to read that book. Now I, I don't even have the name of it in front of me. Um, it was the one by John Ringo. It was the sci-fi book. And I reread the first three chapters and couldn't get past there. So we are now waiting for another book. Okay. It, was, it was, you had to think way too much to try and picture what was going on. Um, it was 
politics and a very different setup for um, what the world was like X thousands of years into the future. And I'm just like, I kept having to think too much instead of reading for the story. And I'm like, not me. So John Ringle's book's there. We'll see what happens with the new series that's coming out. Okay. We'll see. So I'm back to, what did I end up reading? Oh, I ended up reading a new book by Joan Johnston. And the name is eluding me right now. I don't know. And I have a feeling I don't even see it here on the table because I probably took it back to the library. Mm. But Joan Johnston has a new book out, and she writes um, romance. I I don't think you could call it. um, What's the word I want? Action, thriller. I want to go so far, but they, they, they do involve a little action, not really suspense. A basic standby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> something to read on the train well, or the airplane. For those addicted to reading like I am, i got to have something to read. Okay. So, so I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for new books out. And if that's really what I'm looking for. There are three, I think, three new books coming out, and they're not coming out till July. And that would be, um, actually, the first one comes out in June. Jenna Kavanovic's Fearless 14 comes out in June, which I'm looking forward to. Catherine Coulter has another book coming out at the end of June called Tailspin. And another author I like, J.A. Jantz, has a new book coming out in July called Damage Control. Those are the three I'm looking for. And those are all, um, one's romantic comedy, one's a thriller about the FBI, and Jantz's book is... Suspense, mystery type of stuff. Okay. So we'll have more to talk about in June. All right. Okay? Okay, so. What's next? Voicemail time. We actually got, besides from Crystal and Warner, we got another voicemail. We did? Sure. From who? I'll let him introduce himself. Okay. Hello, guys. It's Red Boy. Just want to say I like... The retooling of the show, I like the idea of Badger Cast. Good idea. Makes sense for where you're at. Um, I don't know. I guess I didn't have much. I thought I had more to say, but apparently <laughs> not. So I think I like it. I think I, I think I think I think I think I like what you're doing. And uh, I think I'll go now before I can ramble on anymore. So you guys keep it up, and we'll talk to you soon. Red Boy from the Cornfields. Out. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. And we have written feedback. We do, and I will read part of it. Um, where did it go? Okay. I got, it was directed towards me. It's kind of nice to get something like my, my email address. Ah. Um, this comes from a lady called, named Cynthia Williams, and she also does a podcast called Yarn Spinners. And she's, this is how, what she starts off with. She goes, to the BadgerCast, I'm always about two weeks too late to ever get timely input into any of the podcasts I listen to. It's funny, though, because I had your new name as my suggestion and backed up because I was waffling about the Badger really being associated with Wisconsin. I'm going to interject here, and we have a football team named the Badgers, (laughs) UW-Wisconsin out of Madison. Onward. 
She goes, I knew it was better, a better name than my original thought, which was really a couple of cheeseheads podcast. I'm glad you went with the Wisconsin theme. One of the segments I like about your show is the tourism section on things around Wisconsin and the beer. Thank you very much, Cynthia. Very nice to get the email. And um, if you are into um, spinning your own yarn or crocheting, um, check out her um, podcast. Um, you can get a hold of her at yarnspinners.com. And we will put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. I have somebody I can suggest her link to. Beth, there you go. A friend of ours also spins yarn and makes a lot of stuff on her own. Okay. Anything uh, else for feedback? Sure, sure. Also got a note from Jeff from A Hundred Year Picnic. And you can find them at 100yearpicnic.com. And he goes, Hi, Philosophy Guy Show. This is before we changed. That is true. Thank you so much for playing heaven. We'll add you to the 100 Years Podcasters link list on our blog to turn our audience onto your show. Thank you very much, by Jeff. Thanks again, yes. And he goes on to say, we, we used to have to go to Wisconsin to get uh, our Culver's fix, mm. usually the Dells. But now we have a couple here in Bloomington, Illinois, the birthplace of Steak and Shake. Ugh. Again, keep up the great podcasting, and thank you for supporting independent music. By the way, I think the couple's cast format is a fun format. So... Yeah, my only comment is I went to Steak and Shake. There's one that just opened up around here. Food wasn't bad. Service sucked. Uh, and based on that, I wouldn't go back. So sorry. I don't know what if they're nice at other places. It's yeah. the first time I had ever been into one. And the kids didn't particularly care for it either. So we also got some... Uh, Feedback on the website at badgercast.com. We did. Is this another surprise for me? I see. <laughs> okay, so what do you got here, buddy? Well, why don't you read those since you have those printed and I don't right now? Oh, well, let's see. We have four responses. Um, a follow up to the voicemail we got from Red Boy, which says, Cool, look, you have a new website and everything. Go badger people. Then Amy. The lovely, absolute Amy chimes in with great show. Love the name and the website. Then we have Nanette from For Whatever Reason with Looks Good Guys. And then a repeat person, Crystal, um, from Life of Spa Guys Wife, chimes in with Enjoyed the first episode, guys. Looking good. Thank you guys for all those great comments. Gives me some nice positive feedback to keep on going here. And if you'd like to uh, send us anything else, you can. Um, Get a hold of us at thebadgercast at gmail.com or the website, which is www.badgercast.com. Or you can check out Julie's blog at donttickleme.net. Yeah, maybe I'll get to updating that this week. Of course, you can always get us on our voicemail line at 206-202-2008. And on Skype and Twitter, I'm Don't Tickle Me. And I'm the Philosophy Guy. And we'll leave you tonight with another song from the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. It is Carly Patterson and... 
Contemporary Life, Ordinary Girl. Good night. Good night. <laughs>